Welcome to yet another one of the Pro 16 Plus funding podcasts. Um, in this podcast, we will be taking a quick look at retention factor and all the things that um, contribute towards retention of a learner in Post 16 funding. One of the questions which is often asked in the various forums is such and such a learner is dropping this aim. What are the funding implications? Um, it appears a very simple question, but the answer is it has infinite variations. It depends exactly what the learner has been recorded as doing in their program. You can have a learner dropping the same, two learners dropping the same aims, and it can have a different impact on the funding for those two learners. Um, in an earlier podcast, I talked about the important decision as to whether a learner is classed as an academic learner or a vocational learner and recorded as such in the census by setting a core aim for the vocational aim. So let me just go through that process and what it means to the retention factor of the retention rate. Academic learners and vocational learners are treated differently in terms of retention. For an academic learner, that is to say no core aim has been set, the learner is retained if they complete or continue any academic aim in that funding year. So you can start off on four A-levels, four, A for instance, and if you complete only one A-level or even one GCSE and three A-levels and complete the GCSE, you are actually retained because you have completed or continued an academic aim. So you could have a learner who is doing that pathway, they complete one aim and they are retained. You have a learner on a, a mixed pathway who drops a single A level, but because they are doing a dual BTEC, you could find that in fact you've not set the core aim and they are clusters not retained, even though they would go on and complete their BTEC. So this is where this decision-making process about whether the learner is academic or vocational is important. For a vocational learner, their retention is deemed to be upon the core aim you have set in the census. So that is the important aim. Um, so if you have a learner on a mixed programme, you have set them doing, for example, an engineering BTEC. You've set that as the core aim. The learner withdraws from an A-level in maths. That has no impact whatsoever upon their funding because they are deemed to be a vocational learner and they are judged upon that BTEC. You can have a situation where a learner is doing one BTEC and two A-levels, you have set the BTEC as the core aim, possibly because it has an uplift, say it is computer science, and it has the 20% uplift. If the learner withdraws from that aim, they have withdrawn from their core aim and they are not retained, even though they go on to complete the two academic aims. So that is the thing you have to get clear in in your mind around retention it depends upon the program that the learner is pursuing and what impact any adjustment to that any lack of completion has to the program as a whole so that's why i say 
there is no one answer you have to look at the learners program that they're doing make a judgment what does this mean so completion is fairly straightforward because you have finished the aim you've completed it and you are retained a learner who transfers again you transfer the aim and you are judged then either as an academic learner on the same basis or a vocational learner you will be judged if you tran if you set the transfer with the core aim so for instance a learner is on for example an extended diploma you determine they haven't done enough work or they don't have the sufficient work in place to complete the extended diploma you drop them down to the diploma they will be retained as long as you transfer them and set the new aim as the core aim so you have to go through that process if you forget to to set the new aim as a core aim the learner will be not retained and we've actually seen this in several occasions where certain six forms have ended up underfunded because they haven't managed that transfer process correctly so one of the things that you need to have in place when you're looking at learners moving particularly vocational learners is what is the impact of it if you are transferring you then need to say what are they transferring to i've recorded that is that the core aim they've transferred yes and then you adjust that core aim appropriately so we've looked at a transfer we've looked at completion the other thing that we can have is a withdrawal normally a learner who withdraws has left the course without completion so there is no completion the learner is not retained in terms of that particular in terms of that particular aim and, and we have to look at each aim as to whether they're retained or not and then look at the the program in in the round to see if the learner is a retained learner when a learner is on a two-year program because funding is judged on an individual year a learner can complete a year and be funded for the year that is complete even though they have withdrawn at the midpoint and, and this is where life can become extremely complicated so for example a learner sets off on a two-year a-level program and they come towards the end of their first year and they say they don't want to come back they finish they want to go off and be, become an apprentice or go and do something completely different somewhere else there is a window in which the learner can be withdrawn and recorded as withdrawn first year complete and they are retained for funding purposes even though they have left and that that means that the learner has to be with you on the first working day of july or that they'll or have not left before the last working day of june each year esfa set the date when that takes place this year with the entire covid crisis we may find that we have some different dates to work to and it may be that additional guidance comes out so this is something that is going to have to be looked at very very closely when we are looking at learners who have left partway through the year have they have they been retained or not so that's something we need to keep a, a very very close eye on similarly one of the issues you can have with retention is a learner who leaves uh, 
after they have become a start in their second year but before the census day and that way they will be not counted as a learner because they've left before census day but because the ESFA funding year starts on the 1st of August by early September the learner has become a start so your window for a learner leaving at the end of their first year and before their second year starts is effectively from the 1st of July to around the 10th of September. So learners that leave on a two-year programme, you need to have them removed in that window of opportunities between the 1st of July and around the 8th, around the 8th 9th of September as the absolute latest. Otherwise, you run a risk of them not being appropriately funded. So that that is the issue with retention. We're likely to see a few tweaks to retention this particular year, as I've said, because of COVID. One of the things that we also have to get clear is when we're looking at retention, the number of learners that are retained in terms of the retention rate is not the retention factor. Every learner that is retained is counted against the number of learners who are counted as starts they have done the 42 days so for instance if you have a hundred learners in your sixth form that are funded 90 of them complete you have a retention rate of 90 percent however your retention factor is the 90% divided by 2, which gives you 0.45, and then you add 0.5 to the 0.45, giving you a retention factor of 0.95. So that, that's where, because effectively you're getting half the money for, an, for a learner who's a start, but is not retained. And, and that's why it works in that particular format. Retention is particularly complex. Um, because you have to look at each one's individual circumstances. So this is why we say when you go through the process at the census stage of determining if a learner is academic or vocational, it is a critical decision because it impacts on the way that the retention rate and the retention factor is calculated and also what the impact is of a learner leaving a particular aim. So I'll go back and I will stress once again, the simple question which we get so often of what is the funding impact of this learner dropping an aim? Unless we know what the entire programme of the learner is, you cannot give an authoritative answer. You have to review it and look at it as the entire programme, not a single aim. Learners' retention is about what they are doing in terms of a programme. Are they retained on the programme rather than anything to do with the aim? So you have to consider the programme as a whole and make your judgment as to if they're retained on what the impact is of the aims they haven't completed against that entire programme. I hope that's made a, a little bit of sense. It is, as I say, one of the more complicated areas um, and the one which can often cause problems. Um, the big issue from a vocational learner's point of view are nested qualifications whereby you go around through the process of enrolling a learner at one particular size of qualification, the learner moves to 
either a higher or a lower size of qualification and you have to adjust that through a transfer process and also transfer that core aim because if you're not transferring the core aim that learner is not going to be retained ESFA's little system that works through looks at it and says I have a learner who has a core aim they have not completed that core aim they have transferred I will now look for another core aim in their program there is no other core aim therefore the learner is not retained and that's effectively the way that the ESFA program talks to the data to arrive at a decision as to if the learner is retained or not. So it, it's a fairly simple a simple principle that you need to have, but you need to have the disciplines and measures in place to ensure when you are adjusting your MI system, you are taking account of the potential funding impacts as you go forward. When you come to census time, one of the things that we do as part of our process is we look at everything that a learner is was down to have done on the previous year and we look particularly at the vocational core aims as set and if a learner has transferred in the report we will then look to see have they transferred to another aim that has been set as core and if they have we will take that off if not we'll raise it as a query and say you mean, may need to look at this again and make some adjustments. If a learner has withdrawn, we will look at it and say, is there anything we could have transferred them to? Is there anything we could have done with this? Um, because sometimes we find that wrongly a learner has been recorded as withdrawn when in fact they should be transferred. So again, you need that clarity of, is it really a withdrawal? So this is the sort of questioning process you need to have in place when you are looking at what is happening in the year. That more or less covers the the issue of retention. I say it isn't one of the, the more complicated issues and it is not one where you can have hard and fast rules that if X happens, the, this will be the case. If a learner withdraws from an aim, that is the case. You have to look at each learner's programme individually and consider each case individually. Until the next time, when I look forward to uh, having you along for another discussion on Post 16 funding. This is Paul Hanks from Pro 16 Plus signing off.